Welcome to First and Honest Financial Health. This is where we share our passion and knowledge with you to enhance your financial health. I'm your host as always, Ellie Delaney. I'm the Director of Marketing here at First and Honest Financial. I have with me Ryan First the founder. Hello, Ryan. Hello. How are you? I'm doing pretty good today. Um, rainy day. Kind of cloudy. Kind of cloudy out. It'll We've had warm, a rough week. It'll warm up soon. Hopefully. I have a birthday coming up. Oh, some nice weather. Sunny for your birthday. <laughs> so back to the point here. Uh, we have season two, episode five for you. We're going to elaborate a little bit on a recent short video that we put out for you uh, titled The Four Best Ways or four ways to save for college. I'm sorry, four ways to save for college. Um, I hope to get into that a uh, little more detail today. All right, let's do it. So let's start with um, the worst, right? Okay, so yeah, we had four ways to pay for college. And uh, we came up with the four we were talking about were uh, taking a loan, paying as you go, saving, and scholarships. Mm -hmm. So uh, should we should we start with the worst one? Start with the worst, loans. All right. Which is unfortunate because that's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> you have some loans. Uh, so, I mean, a, a necessary evil, right? right? I mean, because what, you're, you, you got your college education, right? Mm-hmm. And you're able to get better employment because of that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm here. Right. You're here. You know, the <laughs> I would part, like to say it's worth it. Yeah, and part of our requirement was to have a, a degree to come mm-hmm. work here. So uh, you mm-hmm. wouldn't be here without that. So um, so definitely worth it. Um, but maybe why is it? Why do I think it's the worst way? Yeah. How about you tell me um, some some benefits first? Uh, well, the benefits, you know, it lets you taking out a loan would let you get through college mm-hmm. if you don't have the money, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have the money, you don't have a scholarship, you didn't get any grants, you didn't have any, some of these other ways, so you have it's to. The only bo- way to go. It's the only way to go. You have to borrow some money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I mean, that's the benefit. It, you'll get you through college. Um, you'll you'll have to pay it back, but at least you got that degree, new opportunities uh, that you wouldn't have had otherwise. Okay, so there's some different options. There's there's private, right? Yeah. Or like a federal loan. Yeah, it's kind of pri- kind of pri- private and federal, and uh, so different. Is that private, like through the school. Uh, well, potentially your school might offer offer some loans. It might be just a private banking institution that offers some loans that way. Um, there might be some federal. Um, and so I'm not a big expert on loans here because we we do the saving part and the investing part, not the loan part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, the, the the key on all of those is you're going to have some type of an interest rate. You're going to end up paying back more than what you paid in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and the challenge with some of the federal loans are they will only loan you so much, right? You know, maybe your school is a private institution at thirty thousand a year. Well, they you might not be able to get thirty thousand in federal loans. Some of those are capped at five thousand. Some of them maybe a little bit higher. Uh, so you might have to go private. So right. that might be some of the limitation there. Uh, the other thing you're going to be paying interest. So federal loans. Uh, I just I just ran some some quick numbers. And uh, you know, let's say, let's say you're trying to, you're you're trying to plan. Your child's ten years old, okay. So you're you're kind of thinking about this. You're kind of wondering, well, by the time they get there, costs are going to be a little bit higher. What if we have to take out a loan? What's that going to look like? So I just said, hey, ten years old. uh, Let's say uh, college is twenty-five thousand. It's a public university. Um, 
you know, and let's back up maybe. You know, so that's the challenge. So public universities, maybe 25,000 here in Nebraska. Uh, if you're going to maybe a state school, maybe half that. Maybe mm-hmm. if you're a two-year school, maybe a little bit less. Private, more than 25,000. So there's kind of a range there, but I kind of like to use the public university uh, as a guide. But uh, 25,000, let's say that the cost goes up at 6% a year uh, from the time my child is 10 till 18. Uh, and then they have to you know, take out a loan. Well, a federal loan uh, at that point would be, or today would be like 2.75%. So 2.75%, you know, the cost of college would be about 134,000 at that point for four years uh, with that inflation. So picture 134,000 if you were just to write the check, but if you took out a loan and you had to pay that back, over the, the years after college, and you paid it back over 10 years, it cost almost $200,000 at 2.75%. Right. So not, <laughs> Don't not, remind me. <laughs> so not so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But let's say you had to go the private route. Well, private's probably a little bit higher interest. Let's say it's 5%, you know, I'm just kind of doubling it almost. Uh, 5% becomes 221,000. So, you know, that's a reason why loans are kind of what I would say the worst is you end up paying more than what you would have had you been able to, to pay right. for it initially, which is the same with any loan. Same with mm-hmm. a same with a car loan, same with a house, mm-hmm. but kind of sometimes a necessarily necessary evil. It's going to get you through, but uh, has, some, has some pitfalls for sure. Right, right. And, and there's a lot of details we didn't talk about there on the loans and the different types, but that's generally, I think, what we want to touch on on loans. Okay, all right. Um, next, we have pay-as-you-go. Um, can be a good option, I think. There's some benefits and pitfalls here, too, I'd like you to talk about. So... Um, let's start with the, with number one benefits. Benefits. Uh, so you know, if you can pay as you go, you don't have to write. You don't have to have that money all up front, right? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously it's a four year school. So if it's twenty five thousand a year, I don't have to write a hundred thousand dollar check on day one. I can pay a little bit this semester. We can pay some next semester, et cetera. Right. So you can take some of the parents' cash flow towards that. Um, and the kids cash flow, you know, the kid goes to work in college, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if, if your, your, your son or daughter's going to be paying for some of their way or maybe all of their way, whatever your situation is, you can pay as you go, which can make that loan scenario smaller, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a benefit is, you know, if you pay as you go, some of it, if, if not all of it, you're at least going to have a smaller loan at the end if you have to have a loan as well. I'm almost certain, I know the school that I went to, the online classes that I took, you could actually um, set up a little payment plan through the school throughout the year, um, which was helpful. There was no interest as long as you paid it by the end of the year. So I know that was good for me. So you didn't have to write the right. the, the semester check right, right at the beginning at the of the semester. Beginning. You could spread it over yep. three, four m- months right. or something. Yeah. yeah. So this, yeah, there might be some options there. So pitfall, I know what I'm kind of thinking is, you know, what if you don't have the money, um, your class is coming up, you're like, oh, shoot, I don't have the money. Now do I have to wait to take this class? Right. Yeah. So you might not have the cash flow. Yeah. Mom or dad might not have the cash flow. The kid might not have the cash flow or together. Maybe it's not quite enough. I mean, that's the downside is Mm -hmm. uh, you're taking away from something else, whether it's mom and dad or the kids to put towards college, right? Mom and dad can't take the vacation. Mom and dad can't upgrade the car. Mom and dad can't uh, put food on the table. Hopefully, it's hopefully it's not that bad. But you know that's that's the pitfall in paying as you go. You have yeah. to 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 take a little bit from give up a little sacrifice. But there again, you know if you're sacrificing uh, and, and it's going to be worth it down the road for a better education, better opportunities afterwards, it's it's probably worth some of that sacrifice from both 
mom and dad and the kid. And I know there's different scenarios there. Some parents are, are adamant that we want to make sure the kid's college is paid for uh, or help them with college. We have other parents that are like, you know what, the, the, the kid is going to put themselves through college because they want to, we want them to have the full effect of earning this. Um, yeah. And you have, and you have kind of both in between, uh, kind of a medium in between there. Yeah. So you have both those, all those things going on. Okay. Anything else there? No, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Pay as you go. All right. Saving up. So that can mean uh, investments. Right? Yep. Yep. Uh, regular savings accounts. What What do you think in here? What is What's the best route? Yeah. So uh, So saving. So we did kind of a whole episode on this. Uh, when was it? Quite a while back. Yeah, I would say a year ago or so. Um, it was actually episode six to be specific. Uh, so yeah, we can go back and you can go back and listen to that also. Yeah. So we had a lot of details there, but you know, to me, that's my favorite way to pay for college, right? Because that's what we do here is help you save for whatever type of goal you might have in the future, whether it's college or retirement or, or a house down the road. And so, uh, which is really neat because you can put in less money, have that money grow into more money mm-hmm. and, you know, pay for, pay for more than what you put into it. Before uh, you know what it's, 20 years down the road and you have a bunch of money in this account you didn't think you put much into. Right? Yeah, that's right. You know, even if you're, even if you start saving a uh, hundred dollars a month, right. Yeah. Um, you know, it can all add up over time. And, uh, so, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the thing with the saving is the earlier you start, the better. Right. Right. You know, if I start when, when my child is zero, they're, they're brand new, just born. I have 18 years to save up. So I get the power of compounding interest over a longer period of time. Right. Uh, but if I wait till they're 16, well, A, I have two years, right? Right. I'm not going to get much compound interest over two years, and I can't put in as much. You know, $100 a month over 18 years is obviously a lot more than $100 a month over two years. And I'm not saying that $100 a month is going to get you there. I think that will get you a pretty good start, mm-hmm. but you got to start somewhere. Right. Uh, so you know. So definitely, the saving is a way to build that up. So you can you can make the other parts smaller. The pay as you go is smaller, or maybe eliminated, or the loans are smaller, or maybe eliminated. Mm-hmm. You know. So the more you can save, the more you don't have to do the other two that I would say would be worse ways to do it. Um, and and so I don't want to de- depress parents that haven't done any savings to this point you might be kids might be in high school right now and you might be thinking we haven't done anything well it's okay go ahead and start now get some of that going you know it's okay you're just a little behind but get some of it going it's going to be better than nothing right uh, but if you're one of the parents where hey my kids are younger my kids are in third grade my kids are elementary they're they're just born start now you know you get a little bit more power of of time and compounding uh for, for their benefit uh, and, and, and in that other episode we did, there are a lot of different ways we can do it. There are different um, tax advantage investment accounts you can use. Uh, 529 plan is one of them. There's an educational, uh, covered educational savings account. Uh, and you could use a savings account. You, you said that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not, not ideal type of investment because it's not going to grow very much. Right. right. Now, if their kid is 17, well probably more like a savings because you don't want to have market fluctuation. Right. But if they're younger, we want to invest in something that can grow. You know, we want to have some combination of stocks and bonds so they, it can grow more for them and grow at a, a higher interest rate, mm-hmm. uh, more potential return there. Uh, you can also use accounts that uh, maybe aren't tax advantaged like the 529 or the Coverdell. 
You can use just a regular investment account either in the child's name uh, or in the parent's name, uh, or you can do a little bit of both. And mm -hmm. so there are different advantages to those different things. But definitely, so saving, um, that's the advantage is getting that build up. Uh, disadvantage of saving is, well, you still have to allocate some cash flow to that. So right. kind of runs into the same thing, but you have to allocate some cash flow to do that. But I think, you know, with, it, with anything, if you're disciplined and you start setting aside a certain dollar amount a month, um, you'll find that you don't miss that because you're working towards that goal. Yeah. And with savings, you know, or investment accounts, um, you, there is that episode out there to be a little bit more specific on this, but there are ways uh, to save for education specifically or if you just want to help with college in general, correct? You know, whether that be housing, you know, an apartment for them, getting them a vehicle. There's different accounts out there for every situation and whatever way you want to help. Yeah, some of those accounts are specific to college expenses only, like right. books, tuition, room, and board. Um, and so if you're, you're saving in those avenues, uh, like a 529 plan or the Coverdell, you have to use it for those, otherwise there's some penalties when yeah. you take the money out. Yeah. Uh, but you can use some of the other accounts like the UTMA or the individual if you say, hey, well, we know my kid's going to need a car when they go to college. Yep. Uh, we know there are going to be extra expenses that don't fit in the books, tuition, room, and board. You would use an account, a different type of account to, to yeah. fit that goal. And, and the thing is you can have the same types of growing investments in each account. It's just different tax classification. Yeah. I just wanted to specify on that just yeah. a little bit. That's a good point. Okay, so last, uh, scholarships. I think what everybody really wants. <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, so not what everybody gets. So. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want to know about scholarships? Well, again, uh, benefits and, and pitfalls to that. Um, benefit, in my mind, free money. So. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's the main uh, thing. <laughs> benefit is free money. And, and it, could be, it could be scholarships. It could be grants. Yeah. Uh, grants are maybe a little harder. Uh, make, you know, qualify so, for those. To qualify, you know, it depends. So, so grants usually have uh, a lot of times uh, financial uh, need attached to them. Um, maybe there's, you know, diff there's, there are different things this, the grants look at. So they're maybe a little more restrictive than just scholarships. Mm -hmm. But grants are, you know, grants are scholarship. It's free money. You don't have to pay back. Yeah. Always important to look into grants. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, you know, but if you don't qualify for the grants, you know, the, the scholarships. Uh, so the important thing there is you, a lot of the scholarships are to the students that get good grades. Mm -hmm. So you have to encourage your child, especially as they get into high school, and it starts before high school. When they get into high school, hey, um, the kid says, A, A's and B's are all right, right, Dad? And you say, well, A's will get you scholarships. B, A's and B's <laughs> might get you a scholarship right, you know right. and and that's pretty evident you know Paige is going to, to my daughter Paige is going to school in the fall and and we just went to the academic night and the kids that got the scholarships were the A students mm -hmm. um, now there were some other students that got scholarships but I would say the majority went to the ones that you know excelled academically um, scholarships go specifically towards educational costs though correct yeah, so uh, it depends on the scholarship, how sure. you can use it. Some of them will just give you a scholarship and here's a $1,000 or Do whatever, yeah, as long right. as you prove that you've enrolled in school. Right. So they don't necessarily say you have to put it towards tuition. You could use it for books yep. or you could use it for gas money for that mm -hmm. matter. So some scholarships are more specific than under others. If you get okay. the scholarship, you just have to kind of see uh, what their rules are to, yeah. to, to use it. Uh, another good way... Um, 
it, it kind of along the lines of scholarships is military. So um, it's kind of free money, you know. So if you're interested in the military the, and, and your child wants to go into the military and serve, you know, a lot of times they will pay. That's right. Pay for your for your schooling. So that's kind of falls along the way of scholarship, but uh, you know, some more strings attached there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, can you lose it? Can you lose the scholarship? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> So it's important to not only get good grades up until you get the scholarship, but some I think you have to you have to hold on to a certain GPA. I think. Yeah, yeah, you have so. to maintain that GPA th- through college. You know, mm-hmm. let's say it's like sometimes there'll be like a four-year scholarship. Right. You get a thousand dollars a year as long as you're maintaining above a, right. a certain grade point average. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a pitfall. As you as <laughs> yeah. you could, as you could lose it. I just thought uh, about that. So. Yeah. You know the other, you know the other obvious pitfall is, you know, if you don't have good grades, you're, it's harder right. to qual to qualify for them. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think uh, with any of these things, you have to control what you can control, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I can't control where my kid is going to want to go to school. Uh, I can't control, um, you know, I, I can't always control what my uh, you know, my spending and savings is going to be. But I can I can start with little pieces, right? I can start saving some now, and I can control that. I can't control how it's going to grow, right? Our investments by really good for a while, maybe not so good. But I can control. That. I'm going to put fifty bucks a month into account, right? I can control that we're going to apply for scholarships. Can't control that you're going to get it, but mm-hmm. we can control that we're going to apply for it. We can control that we're going to save for college. Uh, and so I think that's the big thing in, in in planning for college is don't get overwhelmed with. Wow, it's there's so much going on with this. You know, work on the things that you can take advantage of mm-hmm. to start with. If you take away anything from this, I think it's um, you can control when you start and start in their diaper years. Yeah, that's right. Right. When they're in diapers, you should be starting to plan for how you're going to pay for college. Right. Okay. Uh, so I would leave you with this. How are you going to pay for college? Mm-hmm. Think about it and um, let us know if we can help. Yep. Okay. If you want to talk uh, financial health between episodes, please email us at firstandofffinancial at lpl.com or give us a call at 402-887-4302. Please visit our website at firstandofffinancial.com, F-U-R-S-T-E-N-A-U-F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L.com where you will find more about our team, what we offer, news, articles, and many resources. You can also see us on Facebook. The opinions voiced in this show podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss.